Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anyway, anyway. G'day, welcome back to Dome. Australia's number one premier freestyle rap and hip-hop podcast. Got my mate from across the pond, David Haddad, in studio today. Hey, what up, man? A, a classic, a legend when it comes to the freestyle raps. I've been waiting to hear you spit since I was a wee little wog. <laughs> a wee little tadpole in me mum's balls. Damn, you're Australian's killer, dude. Yeah, I've been practicing. Uh, that was the premiere. I'm going to start uh, getting into, you know, not. I'm not going to say impressions, but... We're cracking open a cold one today with the boys. <laughs> I've been uh, on my way to work and home from work. I've been listening to Australian news and trying to <laughs> trying to learn how to do the accent. I think I... listening to Australian news on the way to work. Yes. <laughs> you, you do get more aggressive for some reason. You're like, well, you got to make it funny, you know. I, I think that by doing the Australian, you probably are going to learn how to do the South African. Well, well, yeah, it's, well. Uh, it's funny you should mention that because uh, it's I, I built it's built off of the South African accent. I can't do South African other than just saying South African. Yeah. But it sounds like Australian. So I've taken uh, I, I've sort of made an amalgamation of South Africa, Australia and New Zealand. And just, I'm trying to, whatever, I'm throwing darts at all three accents at the same time. And whatever right. hits works for me. Because those are like my favorite accents that all sort of sound the same. So that's why I'm kind of doing them all. I think you're killing it, dude. You're doing a really good job. Crocodile Dundee would be proud. Yeah. Um, and you, go for it. Sorry. I was going to say. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Uh, crikey. Um, this dude, regular Andy. Had a uh, had messaged us, and in his message, he says, "Bro, how are you gonna be asking people to email you, and then your email is busted?" Is our email busted? Is it? So I realized uh, this weekend that our email has been at capacity, out of storage, so we haven't been able to receive emails. I'm assuming that's why you guys haven't been emailing us. That's it. That's exactly why. It's because it's... our emails. Been... So, I've... so the email's been cleaned. Okay. Well, at least the like big files and and so now there is plenty of room for you guys to you know start sending us your recommendations i just want to yeah. mm. i just want to put it out there real quick i wasn't the one saying this email shit david's over here living in 2006 <laughs> asking all his friends to send him emails and shit yo yeah i'm trying to build a funnel yo and if you send us emails we can rebuttal uh to your questions and objections Oh, speaking of objections, I have an erection. I object to that erect penis in your pants. <laughs> I'm about to dance. Yeah, Whoa. I love the Australian accents, and that's a fax. Yeah, uh, I love the sax. Uh, he's Australian, and I've been getting nothing in my Gmail again. Uh, I was hoping for a friend to be my email pal. Uh, yeah. My email pal, she's a she-male pal. She's got a big old dong and it hangs real wow. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I look at she-male porn on the low. Whoa. I look at she-male porn on the low. On the... <laughs> 
Anyways, it's so. not perfect because I'll, I'll lose it and like go into like a Liverpool thing. And right. Like, oh, now I'm talking like this. <laughs> it's, it's totally opposite. Yeah, um, it's hard to do, but I'm gonna get better. I'll br- I'll be bringing it back every episode. I'm gonna you'll you'll see the progression. I feel like I'm already at a decent place, but uh, you know I'm not gonna be you know going up to any Aussies and, any, and laying soon. that out there. I went to the dentist recently, and there was some British lady um, leaving as I arrived, unless she's like talking to the front desk the whole time. I, whenever I hear a British person in LA, I'm just like, can't you just start talking like us now like if i'm over there i start imitating you can't you just can you switch is that what happened when you went over to england you just started talking like like a a chap i love it here oh you was like a chimney you were doing the cockney rodney yeah yeah. like well i mean that's basically the only one i can do the the distinguished normie british accent is too boring right if i'm over here i'm gonna be doing this accent love it's just to me i feel like eventually you're gonna adapt to the environment like i feel like you either just got here which you didn't because you already have a dentist i feel like a dentist is not the first six months thing i I, at the same time i disagree accent you don't lose an accent unless you've like been unless like you come to the place as a child and then you're you're raised up there you know I've, i've heard of people losing accents that way but Unless they're trying to, because like, in theory, well, you're constantly you're actively, being corrected. Yeah. You're constantly being corrected by your environment. Like everybody around you is like talking in a different way. Whenever you say something that doesn't sound the way they say it, people question it. So eventually, you're like, because I do it in Spanish. Like I try to. I don't try, but like I soften the Spanish that I speak to be more. Uh, palpable is that the word palatable it works palatable by the by the by the spanish-speaking people here and it's when i emphasize it it's annoying when i'm like speaking my authentic spanish it's like Mm. i'm trying to condescend and it's inevitably going to result in where are you from and i'm not even from spain interesting so i have to answer seven questions about why i speak spanish the way i do when I could just start speaking like Mexicans and this Brit bitch is walking well, around the dentist being like, I got cavities. Jesus, that was kind of loud there. But. That was a lot. <laughs> uh, the last beat but, was uh, Calabasas by 18. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like I like the fresh uh, perspective on this. I didn't actually think about it in the terms. I was only thinking of it in the English speaking but I think you're still wrong. I like it's a fresh perspective, but it's a wrong perspective. Right, I'm just it's, trying to yell about something. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to yell. Um, what are you gonna do? The Brits, the Brits are weird. How about this? Oh, uh, came from Britain, prison colony. <laughs> ah, that wasn't a very good one. No, well, the way I do it is all like uh, I, I pick a phrase. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Pick a phrase, I got riffs for days, that's just me, yo, I be smoking all the haze, on the freestyle rap, dropping freestyles, and I'm in Australia, and it's making me smile. Uh, I'm in Australia, I might be British, uh, go to Israel, I might speak Yiddish, uh, yeah, I come and then I finish, what the fuck is it that you pissed with? Lahayim to life, I am so high, yeah, I be smoking weed like every single die, I might die from this, I might OD. Off of that green leaf, yeah, smoking the tree. Uh, I'm a Jew who keeps kosher, tilapia. Uh, yeah, after that I might be gone. Uh, 
off the Don Perignon and Don Julio. Yeah, I like big booty bows. I like big booty bows, bows, droves. I smoke all that and I like to uh, wear clothes Some, sometimes. I know it's a controversial opinion of mine, <laughs> but I hope you don't mind. Hey, I, I don't. I do <clears throat> not mind. Thank Dude, you. I've been eating too much sushi. Really? Dude, it's... You might get more mercury. You might get mercury poisoning. Mercury poisoning. You might get mercury poisoning. I don't know, dude. It's expensive. There's no there's no way of getting sushi that is uh, predominantly fish that isn't fifteen or twenty dollars. Yeah, you're right. You get that if you go to fucking Vons to get sushi. It's you get some fish in there, but it's mostly just which fucking... that is literally the the. Yeah, but the you need to just start eating poke. I, that's what I should do. But I want some rice, so I like getting the I like getting the the sushi where it's a little bit of rice and then it's got that big old slab of whatever okay. on top. But that shit's like 15, 20. Yesterday I spent $20. I like how they call it a bed of rice. Is that what they call it? Yeah, when usually when you put rice down on, on a plate, you call it a bed of rice, which oh. is hilarious. Believe me. me, I could put down some rice. Because in uh, in uh, when it's in its plant form, it's a, a patty, a rice patty right. that they that they work in and then and then once it's on the plate, it's a bed. Yeah. So what are we fucking well, What mean, are I, we doing I, here? I, I will say this, um, I love eating rice in bed, so Maybe that's maybe that's where we're supposed to go with that. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg has a great joke about it. It, rice is a great uh, food if you want to eat a lot of something because it's like a bunch of tiny little kernels. Oh yeah, yeah I he, he delivered it better than I did. Well, absolutely, with I an Australian that. accent. <laughs> uh, he probably would have been worse with an Australian accent. You know, you don't hear a lot about uh, the drug problems in Australia. Well, because. They're not acknowledging that. I was looking up. I was trying to look up Australian comedians, uh, so that I could not listen to news reports to learn how to do the accent. Because but you would have to tolerate what's that dude, Jeff well, Dunham. Uh, Jeff Dunham. Interesting. I'm pretty sure he's American. He oh, works with puppets. No, what's the other guy? Uh, You're thinking of Jim Jeffries, but he's, oh, that's he, him. He's from Australia, but I'm pretty sure he's his accent is English. I think he's. Oh, really? I think he spent most of his time in. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, but um, I don't know. It's uh, there uh, weren't any good ones. I I found one comedian that was like on the top of the list, and I looked him up, and it was just like, what the fuck is this shit? Australian comedy sucks dick compared to American comedy. That's just, that's my that's that's our standpoint. I mean, gotta fuck yourselves. It makes sense. They don't really have comedy like we do here over there. It's not just. I think they do. I think they probably have everything we have, just and also like dangerous animals. You know, I just feels like you need to um, have more uh, uh, potential. And like, if you just are doing comedy in Australia, the potential is of leaving Australia. (laughs) <laughs> all, they're all just they're all just making jokes about how shitty Australia is. I, mean, that's, I woke up and a goddamn koala was raping me mum. So I went and had a pint, a boot of beer. Yeah, all the koalas all have chlamydia. <laughs> I've heard that. Why is that? Uh, well, I, I, a koala, much like the panda, is like one of those animals that just needs to go extinct already. And the only reason anyone keeps them around is because they're cute. I think they're just too dumb to know any better, and so they just get diseases and fall out of trees and die and don't know don't know to reproduce. Like they don't fuck unless like they're forced to. It's a it's like they're not even trying to survive as a species, and and we're over here like well we'll try for you. They're so cute though. 
In a lot of cases, if you treat them with antibiotics, they often come back with chlamydial disease again. You can't get rid of the chlamydia and the koalas. They should call them koalamidia. Clamalas. Yeah. Clamatos. Have a clamato. Clamato, clamato. (laughs) You say clamato and I say clamato. Fiend by Lethal Needle. That was a good one. Yeah, and the the image that he used for it was Garfield smoking a joint. (laughs) That's I hate Mondays, yo. Mondays suck, so I'ma smoke a big old big blunt. I'm a fat cat, and my uh, owner's name is John. Shout out Odie, he be getting it on. Yeah, I'm a fat cat, eating lasagna. How about that? Uh, yeah, and I cannot rap because I'm a cat. What about that whack? I'm about to ship Nermal off to Africa. Whoa. Yeah, you know me. I don't like that, bruh. Yeah, Nermal, she's a dumb cat, and so is Odie. I'm the coolest, in fact. Yeah, uh. John, get off my jock. Go get me some lasagna. Don't even talk. Unless you over there fucking on your Liz Gal Pal or uh, drink the cum come from a dog's dick oh. now. Whoa. Uh, I'd love lasagna or a calzone in my home. And yeah, I'm prone. Uh, to eat the fettuccine Alfredo, yeah, I'm feeling alone with my pasta. Alfredo, yeah, Alfredo, Alfredos and don'ts of the what you know. Hey, I like the way you said Alf- Alfredo. Bro. I really had to make it work somehow. No, that's that's the beauty of hip hop, bro. And, and you just <laughs> you personified it there right in front of me, and I love it. I'm I'm good with impressions. Um, <laughs> Get Up by Raya. So it's funny is that you were rapping about fat cats. Well, I was also, I wanted to just explain a quick uh, tidbit. I, I rapped about uh, John Arbuckle drinking dog cum. And there's just a fun little fact. Uh, at one point um, in the in the Garfield comic strip, there was a, there was a, what would you call it? An episode? There was a strip. I didn't want to say strip twice. There was a strip where John is visiting his girlfriend at her work. And his girlfriend, Liz, is a veterinarian. And uh, he talks about drinking something and then she and then the like the last panel, which is the punchline, is her telling him, well, I think you might be you might uh, be pregnant with puppies. And I, and then like the underlying bit is like, did, did John just did, is this cartoon about John drinking dog cum? And they just put this in the paper. And so uh, that was that was where I, I'm not I don't just have dog cum on the brain, folks. Right, I right. wanted to I wanted to explain that. And uh, I just wanted to explain it real quick. I, I don't drink it. I don't dream about drinking dog cum. No, uh, maybe a, maybe a, the cum of a dingo. I might go out in the outback and find some of that. This is I went be, too far. I was getting greedy. Sorry, this is going to be a long app, dude. We got a new fridge. That beer that you're drinking was cold, then hot, then cold, then hot, then cold, then hot, then cold. It's then been hot. through some cycles. It has. You could say it's a Foster's. <laughs> it's not. It's a Modelo. The cut. Uh, the fr- but it's a Modelo Negra. So it's like Dude, we got some controversy that. there, bro. Yeah. Woo! Uh, We're coming in hot, folks. You ain't black. The fridge that we got had like plastic on it, so I started ripping it off this morning and just brutally cut myself. Which the cut looks like a smiley face. There you go. So there's a plus side. At right. the end of the day, you can find the silver lining in, in all scenarios. Definitely. You. That's why we're friends. You know. Our our fridge is like primo looking right now. Like there's only the necessities at this point. Yeah. And I guarantee it's gonna look like shit within six weeks. You know how um, you know how there's like those life hacks that like really improve the feng shui of your home, and it's just like once you do it once, you never go back to how you used to do it. Yeah. How come we aren't mounting refrigerators? 
I don't know. That seems like a heavy mount. I don't know, man. I like a mount. The mount. So is my ex. <laughs> hey, <laughs> whoa. Sometimes eating less isn't the answer. Sometimes eating more is the answer. Anyway, um, so you mount the TV. Right. You can look at it up in the sky. I like that. It's like you're at a doctor's office. Uh huh. Um, you mount the fridge. You can put stuff underneath it. Like, but like, what stuff? How like, about this? Forget the mounting of the fridge. Okay. What if we reverse the 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 chambers? What if the bottom is the freezer and the top is the fridge? I, I've seen that. That exists. Oh, fuck. That's not an invention. Crikey. No, no. How about this? <laughs> the I like when the fridge is basically built into the cabinets. Oh, so, well, even better. It's like in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't even come out. Like because I, I know what you're talking. Ours is semi built into the cabinets. It's half built into the cabinets. Well, yeah. It's it's like it's framed properly to where it blends. It technically sort of. is built into the lower cabinets. It's just not built into the upper cabinets. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that there are fridges that the door is basically mm. a. Ca- it looks like a cabinet, but then you open it and you're like, holy shit, this ain't no ordinary cabinet, mate. <laughs> blimey <laughs> well when i'm how about this the the cabinets should be little fridges jeff fridges left little fridges the the latest soundcloud sensation because <laughs> he icy say? what can i say they call me little fridges because i be fucking bitches i'll be granting wishes you know my heart is frigid okay well, that's enough i don't know man a beat, it, a beat. yeah there we go uh they call me Lil Frigid, I be getting wicked Yeah, you know me, I be chilling with And I be chilling cause I'm chilling in the freezer Yeah, you know it's cold, they chill in the freezer Uh, uh yeah. yeah, they call me Lil Fridges So cold, yeah, my body is limbless Uh, yeah, I like to fidget And I also like to organize my widgets Yo, I got ice cubes and shit Yeah, you know me, I got the ice trays, ice trays I got everything frozen Yeah, you know me, it's so great, so great Uh, yeah, I'm motherfucking icy So cold with the flow, need an IV uh, inside me uh, But the nurse, she can't find my veins Cause I'm dying Yeah, I love when water turns to ice That's so nice, it expands Does it twice, that's right, it gets bigger Yeah, you know me, I'm feeling quicker Yeah, you know me uh, Ice, yeah, my friend uh, Bryce uh, When I was in college, he had lice uh, Yeah, mice, dice Mice, lice, dice, thrice <laughs> Quice Uh, uh, what's love by Ty Beats? Bryce is a terrible name. Dude, I'm just thinking about worst. that name right now. That's like the name that you would use in a comedy routine to make fun of a white guy. Yeah, it's like, uh, man. I remember even as a youngin being like, that that name sucks. Because yeah. like I also grew up eating a lot of rice, so that was the common association. Oh, I'd be yeah. like Bryce Rice. We're bringing it back to rice real quick. But it's like that's. It, the name is so rhymable yeah. that that's a that's a thing with names. If your name is easy to rhyme with, that's a bad name. That's a bad name because then we're gonna make fun of you. Yeah, it's it's that's that's naming your kid one oh one. Don't yeah, name yeah. them something that they can rhyme. Like it, it'd be like if the guy's name was Weetard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Why, you would never name your kid that. Why name him Bryce? Because then they're gonna be like, uh, Bryce likes rice and likes to smoke ice. Yeah, or if you name your kid Flag. You're right, and they're gonna be like, 
flag. He he eats foods out of bags <laughs> like like a like a homeless person. And, uh, and you know what? That's offensive. Other white names that I hate. Uh, Cooper. Any person named Cooper, I want to just murder. But um, what about our boy Balance Cooper? I mean, Balance Cooper. That's not that's not his government name. He's he's probably referring to the coop Italian you think, job. Wait, with. how do they? How's it spelled in his name? Cooper. Is it spelled C O U P E R? No. It, okay, go that's, on. That's copper. No, it's not. No, it's that's not. how you spell coop, isn't it? C O U P E. I thought it was C O O P E R. Because that's yeah, how, that's how you spell Cooper. The name we're ta- you're talking about the car. The coop is C O U P E, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I didn't know that. You just thought it was like a chicken coop. Coop. <laughs> coop, there it is. Coop, there it is. Oh, but oh, and also C O P E R is a horse dealer, apparently. That's all you know. I oh, I bought my favorite mare from from Cooper's Cooper's mares. Also, don't they refer to horse as hero like heroin is horse? Got yes, that, that horse. But I think that's just the H association. They're playing off the alliteration there. Uh, I forget what and it that is. it puts you down, you know, like you put a horse down. Uh, <laughs> there's that scene in. Oh, man, I'm going to try and find it. It's training day. Uh, I'm thinking of drug <laughs> movies now. Heroin. They don't this heroin. Training day isn't a heroin movie, though. No, uh, it's in Ray where. Uh, oh, yeah, Ray that's tr- definitely a heroin movie. <laughs> Ray tries to get a piece. One of the few good heroin movies. Ray. Uh, there's a scene where he's like. Um. Fuck, dude. I literally... I mean, it's not the one that they parody in Walk Hard where they're like, you don't want no part of this. It'll make all your bad feelings turn to good feelings. That that was it. That was, That's the scene. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, they, right they already parody it in... We're just... I just want to hear what he says. Okay. Do yourself a favor and leave. Leave when I get ready to leave. Come on, fat head. I want in. This ain't no weed, Ray. And we ain't snorting no bitch. <laughs> We ain't snorting no bitch. Is this bitch code for cocaine? Yeah, I think that's what he means. Like white girl. Oh, okay. Wow. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. He, you stepped on it. One second. This ain't no weed, Ray. And we ain't snorting no bitch. This is boy. Boy. Interesting. What the fuck is that? This is boy? We're shooting boy. <laughs> I didn't know you get wet with boys. Hang on. Get on out of here, man. Nullin' for it, just like my life. Yeah. I'll be right at home. Look, I ain't gonna wait all night. Hell, it's his funeral, man. Oh, man, let's go get something. I'll leave when I get a taste. Ray, what you gonna do, man? This train is pulling out, brother. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I warned you, Ray. Come on, man. I've been wrong. Sit down, bro. Right there. Okay, I'm gonna take you on a little ride. It's gonna cost you, though. You got some cash? Pulls out a wad. Do. Hang on, he tells him right now. Where you been? Where the mother fools? Come on. Yeah, I'm letting Dave have this because you know he loves Jamie Foxx. He's an addict for that dude rapping and singing. Yeah, he's Ray. Got him tattooed on his bicep every day. What you know? We ain't smoking no weed, Ray. And we ain't snorting no bitch. This is boy. Yeah, it ain't a toy. I'm making lots of noise. Yeah, oi, crikey. Yeah. You would think if they were trying to associate the former drugs as being not as hard by saying that they were female, bitch, they wouldn't go with boy, because boy is, I'm kind of annoyed. Yeah. 
I'm annoyed they call heroin boy Yeah, you see, I really like to avoid needles Uh, yeah, and also people that act like they're, uh, Smeagol, Lord of the Rings I'm just saying that boy is less intimidating than bitch So it's weird that they would make that switch I think that the name doesn't exist I've never heard it called boy Rub on my tits. Rub uh, on my tits. It's weird, right? Though they're like they're like this ain't this ain't bitch. This is boy. <laughs> it's like it's not even a. They didn't they didn't up the ante for like uh, harsh names for the drug. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no. And if it, you if you try to find like a, a slang for heroin, uh, the popular ones are dope smack H junk and then skag. Weird I skag. like skag. Yeah. Uh, it says snow on here, but if I heard snow, I'd I'd think yeah. Uh, Come on, uh, no one says heroin is horse. Snow. How about this, China white? I've heard China white. What the hell is that? Because I, the heroin's yellow? No, I swear I've, I I only know China white because I think it's from like a Wu Tang song or something. Brown beast and harrow. Those are the harrow. Harrow. <laughs> uh, Would you like if little Oriental kids were making fun of you? Novocaine by Piper Beats. Um, Let hey. me, uh, let's hit him with the Chris. Okay. And, and I'm going to hit the seat with the piss. I'll be right back. In with Bick. What do you think of this? Uh, it's Mother's Day tomorrow. Do you call your mom? And do, Yes. Well, obviously. That was kind of like a, the rhetorical part of the question. But oh, you're saying I cut you off? No, no, no. It's good. Sorry. It's good that you said yes to that. I'm proud of you. Um, do you call your sister? Yeah. Really? She, well, she's given birth twice. Not to you. Oh, you're saying that Mother's Day should be for your mother. I'm not saying that. The person that. that birthed you. I'm not saying that because my girl's a mom, and we're sure as hell going to emphasize it tomorrow. Um, well, yeah, otherwise, why did she give birth? <laughs> well, like, is it your kid's responsibility? Is it your, like, who's who's celebrating? Is it all moms? Oh, it's, or, I learned early on that mother's day is literally like a holiday there's a reason why father's day isn't like a big deal and mother's day is it's because it's like this self-congratulatory holiday that uh you know maybe 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 grown-ass men don't really give a shit about having a a holiday to celebrate their fatherness if i fucking if I gave birth to someone, I would want us to all talk about it once a year at least. That's shitty. That's, Is it? Yeah, that's stupid. Every, like, all women can just, like, well, most, I can't say all women. Most women can just give birth. I don't think it's anything special to have given birth. It's, you don't think it's, it's difficult. It's, like, painful. They have, okay, yeah. I just, I I feel like there is some merit, and that's why nobody gives a shit about Father's Day. Yeah, but it's like it's painful for X amount of hours, you know what I mean? And then it's over, and then then for those hours, you get to just have this, like, uh, this, like, I've I've done a thing card. But, like, people have been giving birth to babies for millions of years, and it's only gotten easier. I get what you're saying. It's not, it's not unique. All all holidays are fake and lame. (laughs) Uh, I would say this is more meaningful than uh, like a Christmas. Christmas is more made up than Mother's Day, in my opinion. Mother's Day, at least like something actually occurred. 
a, like a child was born. Whereas Christmas, allegedly a child was born in a manger. Did your girlfriend uh, ask you to say this on the podcast? She didn't ask me to say shit. Did your Sheila ask you to do this? (laughs) Um, I'm just kind of like, it's one of those situations where I'm like, all right, this is, I'm, I I have to do this one now. Growing up, uh, my mom would get super pissed if I didn't like do something on mother's day for well and, no and, and, and i most of the time it would just be because i would forgotten because i just didn't like i don't have an alert set on my cell phone i didn't own yet it would it, it's it's every uh mother's nightmare that their kid not like give a shit about them but inevitably the more you want your kid to give a shit about you the more likely it is that kid is going to be like fuck my mom all I know is that there has never been a single Father's Day where I've, where if I didn't message a father figure in my life, <laughs> that they would be like pissed off. Yo, uh, that's just how it is, bro, bro. Uh, Mother's Day is so whack, but I'ma say congrats to my mom and my sis just because they exist. I'ma give them a wish, goodwill, yeah, that's just how it is. Uh. Yeah, he called his mom and his sis, yeah, this shit is hit or miss. Yeah, I'ma buy her some orchids, just for her or her kids. Ooh, yeah, you know me, dude, uh, I be eating food, cause it's Mother's Day, and uh, we wouldn't do this if it was Father's Day. We wouldn't do this if this was Father's Day, because Father's Day, they know that it's lame. They know that this is all just a game to go and buy flowers, to go and buy something, something. Yeah, what do you get your dad on Father's Day? A fucking gun is not as cheap as a a bouquet. Yeah, it's not okay. Arguably, Father's Day could be so great if we just had like 93. Imagine this. Father's Day is just a manly shit show where it's just fucking crushing beer cans on your forehead watching uh violent shit on the tv grilling dogs and um i guess there can't be tits there it's more of a family friendly you know i'm not one to to bring it back to to my sitcom days but i'm i'm more of a fan of not a father's day Uh, how i met your mother oh speaking of mothers yeah yeah i remember that uh there, it's almost easier to not be a father. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, uh, maybe it is. Who well, knows? no, I think that w- I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. I think what you're saying where uh, Father's Day, nobody gives a shit. It makes sense because fathering a child is something that you can do while not giving a shit. Okay. Let me put it this way. Okay. Because I think I might have a different perspective, but I might be wrong. I could be talking out of my ass in the same vein as like a person who has developed the emotional maturity to where like it can be their fucking actual birthday, a day where you wouldn't be blamed to be like, why aren't we celebrating this by birthday? Right. But to still just be, just let it pass, not mention it to anyone and do that kind of shit. I look at that and I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Why can't more people be like this? And a lot of mothers look at Mother's Day as like a second birthday party or whatever, and uh, and and I think that it's it's indicative. If you if you really give a shit about Mother's Day, it's indicative of a lack of emotional maturity. Like you should just you know be aware of the thing that you did, be proud of it, and not feel the need that other people have to acknowledge it just because it's on a calendar. I definitely get that, and and for sure the holiday, it, all holidays are invented to stimulate the economy in a way. 
that, that gets people out the door spending money, going to brunch and bullshit. So I'm 100% with you on that. I do understand that, uh, dude, as a dad, you don't do shit other than like, imagine this, you impregnate a woman and then you don't even hang through the pregnancy. Like that is, is that what you're going to do when you finally <laughs> knock up a chick? Just dip fucking. I'm doing the full nine yards. I'm going to, I'm going to take my paternity leave, bro. Oh yeah, dude, you need to. I mean, I think the state of California will pay. I'm pretty sure they will, bro. Dude. You need to get impregnate some. I'm going to take slut. paternity leave. <laughs> half of the little one. <laughs> the li- the little Aussie. <laughs> you should just do the British. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should definitely. Yours is just, uh, just A to B, just go straight to British. <laughs> Australian to British. Wow, I didn't even realize. I, I said A to B Damn. ironically, but that worked. Nice, dude. It whacked. <laughs> uh, Novocaine by Piper Beats and... Et Allures by OSVMA. Oh, man. The VMAs. Remember when Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift? That was fun. That was his apex. Yeah. Kanye's been pretty quiet lately. Don't know what's going on in that camp. We got shown up by fucking Pete. Uh, Yeah. I mean, dude was asking for it. I just, I mean, this. I'm, I'm not trying to turn this into the what the hell is going on with Kanye two months ago podcast because it's just old <laughs> old news old news but god damn well i think there's an element of i spent too much money on this shit you owe me kind of thing like i think that once there's a ton of money involved who what did he what money was spent on what i think he just invested a lot of money in the kids and being near the kids and like he doesn't I think a lot of the drama because I would argue that just the fact that they have kids together would be the deciding factor no he's <laughs> I think she has full custody or like uh there's some the the kids live with her so like that's the thing like the mom gets to do whatever the fuck she wants with the kid and she gets to box out dad especially if dad is a crazy ass motherfucker on the TV uh and he's always out there fucking tweeting uh some crazy ass shit and he cannot hang with that man Pete Davidson yo I'm Pete Davidson and I'm over here and I'm rapping it yeah this is a bad impression. I should just revert to Australian. Yo, fucking Pete. I'm about to fucking come over there and beat. Uh, and then I'm gonna go home and make a beat and smoke some weed and fucking praise that man Jesus. Yeah, I'm with Kim Kardashian in her ass and then I'm texting her ex who's Kanye West and friends. Jay-Z, are they still friends? Who knows, it's crazy. Yo, it's fucking crazy. And yo, as a comedian, I'm kind of lazy. Uh, but not really. Uh, me and Kim K, we getting silly. I'm getting silly with Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. I'm a blast again because I love her so much. And she she doesn't look bad. She's got a a big a big old rump. She's got a rump. A ramp, a rump, a a ramp, a ramp. She's got a ramp on a an arse. Nah, well, yeah, okay, that works for that. That I feel like arse is like Scottish, almost. Yeah, I think that is Scottish. I I think pirate, but yeah, Scott. I think the Scots are the pirates. <laughs> pirate is usually British. They usually have the Cockney, Rodney slang for uh, 
for, yeah, like Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm pretty sure they were all just doing Cockney. They were doing Brits. Yeah, they were, oh, you, you, you got a fork in me eye. <laughs> Remember that guy? Hey, yeah, yeah. Right. His eyeball with the fork in it. That was fun. Dude, speaking of Pirates, um, you, you haven't watched any of the highlights of Johnny and Amber going after each other illegally? It's all over the internet. Um but have you been avoiding it or there the 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 one thing that I have seen recently that maybe you're about to segue into is the clip of her like taking a tissue up to her face and everyone speculating that she was doing a bump of coke. Yeah, I mean that's that's retarded. She would I feel like th- Did you see that? I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems retarded. Well, here's here's what I think because but... I've been watching big portions of the trial because uh, Might as why, well. Why not? Yeah, yeah, I'm just like in my car. Lay it on me, yeah. bro. Well, he, for some reason, got to go first with everything. So, like, at, he gets on stage. And, Is that strategic? It's not on stage. I don't so, know. What takes the stand? He takes the stand. He gets on stage and hey. does 10 minutes. He takes the stand. Does a tight and, 10. Dude, and it's what's, what's hilarious about just the law is that it is hilarious. It's all a big formality. Like, uh, your defense team, uh, the group of attorneys that defends you, is literally half of the time the strategy is fucking with the other attorney and trying to get in their head and fucking with their uh, witnesses trying to get to like discredit what they're doing. And it's just super funny because someone will take the stand. Like there was a psychologist that took the stand and she's she's on Johnny's team. She's one of Johnny's witnesses, and so Team John, Team John, Team Deb, and one team of the Depp. one of the That's and better. granted majority of society is Team Deb because we love Johnny Deb. Well, also we have we've heard the recordings already. Like, right, we're, we're aware of the ins and outs of the trial for the most part. So there's really not a lot there's to m- be revealed. There's much more evidence of abuse from her to him than from him to her. Yeah, although she testifies that. He abused her physically and hit her and all this other shit. But regardless, um, you just will see his attorneys talk very kindly to their witnesses and like get all this information that seems legit. And then the other attorney will just go ham on the witness. Be like, you were here on this day, correct? Uh, and the witness is like, well, no, not correct. It is wild. Like, because I, I, I watch uh, court stuff pretty frequently. I've seen some hours of it and, and, and prosecuting attorneys are absolutely ruthless Dude. And, and they will, they will up the ante if they know that the person that they're up against is kind of dumb. Like if there's some lower class citizen yes. or whatever that isn't book learned, they shouldn't be taking the stand and they will just be like, Oh, that's funny because earlier you said this. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's be a bunch of times where like, they're just going after the psychologist and they'll be like, uh, isn't it correct that this, 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 and this? And she'll be like, no. And then they'll literally like get get up and walk over here. They grab a fucking thing of paper. And be like, your honor, page 206. And it'll be like, you testified in this other court and said, can you read line 502? Uh, what line did you say? Like just tiptoeing around it. And then the person will read it and be like, they'll read the thing. And then the, the attorney will be like, and you just said that that wasn't true, but here you testify that it is. What do you have to say about that? And it's just like this huge fucking game that doesn't actually bring justice to anyone specifically. Because once you start being all nitpicky about evidence and about like what, it's just crazy. 
all the time. Anytime anybody says anything, you just get up and say, objection, your honor, uh, 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 speculation. I, I, I mentioned earlier that like I was, I was a little put off by it, but there are instances where I re- revel in it. Yeah. Mm. Yo, these lawyers, they be ruthless. Yeah. Uh, like a, a Bible missing the book of Ruth is. That's just how it is. Oh my God, yeah. Go find some uh, SIDS. Ah, fuck my ass. Objection, your honor. Speculation. He say, she say. I mean, hearsay. Uh, yeah. I'm about to procreate. Yo. Uh, abstained. Sustained. Uh, I'll let it stand. Take the stand. Hold my hand. I'm lawyer ran across the land yeah oh my god uh, I'm actually grand. overruled you're a tool and you don't think that johnny depp is cool uh but i went to school for a real long time so i could be a judge and i could try wired crimes uh have you reached a verdict jury of uh, uh the jury is hung like me i got a big dong it's like three feet it's very long <laughs> um Good for you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the hung jury. Uh, it's a fun little uh, onomatopoeia. Not onomatopoeia. What am I saying? You go. I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, there, there was a. Uh, okay, okay. I, I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, so it's 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 uh, it's better when the person on the stand is guilty and, and the lawyer's just being a dick because then you get to sort of revel in it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know who Jody Arias is. No. Uh, but she, uh, her trial footage is online. I highly recommend it. But uh, she is like the ditziest dumb bitch yeah. out there. Uh, she either she murdered either her husband or her boyfriend. I can't remember which it was. Fuck, it could have been like her mom or something. I don't even know. But she's on trial for it. Uh, and at one point she's asked to like talk about the size of a room that she was in at a certain point. And she does this thing where she's like, it's, it's, it's bigger than the cell I'm in right now. And the lawyer like takes umbrage with her. Like he notices that she's like trying to solicit pity from the jury by the way that she's phrasing it. And he, and he's like, uh, Bizarious. We do not care where you are living right now. Is that clear? <laughs> and then you hear objective, argumentative, and just, and then the lawyer's like, I'll let it stand. And then it's just like, is that understood? And she's like, yes, I was just comparing the side. No, but but just just so everyone is clear, we do not care where you are currently, what your current living situation is. Are you, do you understand? Like just putting her in check for even trying to solicit any sort of pity. Dude, the hostility that comes from that is just crazy because, I mean, there's a lot of money at stake. And granted, according to this whole thing, um, and the reason uh, Amber Heard's being sued is because Fucking Johnny Depp lost a ton of money, work, and respect. Oh, he Dude. wasn't in Pirates Five because of that shit. Was there even a Pirates Five? I don't know. I don't think it came out because he wasn't in it. Because he's the only selling point of Pirates of the Caribbean. One hundred percent, exactly. Yeah. There's a reason why in Pirates Four, every other character was gone except for him and Barbosa. Right. <laughs> it's like because every- no one was necessary except for him and sort of Barbosa. I and dude, it's just brutal. Even they could have gotten rid of Barbosa. And here's the thing: she also would have been nobody if he hadn't like allowed her to continue like evolving her career. I mean, like her career was non-existent and she played very minor roles in some big movies. They were both. I mean, I shouldn't say both 
in that. Like Johnny Depp's obviously way more. He's a legend. Chocolat. But she she definitely had plenty of acting credits under her belt. But a lot time. of them uh, were because of him. Like uh, based on what they I met. They met in co-starring roles. Like that's how they got together. Was they met on the in, Rum Diaries, and it wasn't co-starring. She yeah. was she was a much smaller role than he was. She was like his girlfriend in the movie. She was the love interest in the film. That's a co-starring role. Okay, but I saw the movie. Apparently, it's based on uh, what's his name? It's 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 Hunter it's, Thompson. It's, yeah, Hunter it's, Thompson. it's like a spiritual sequel to Fear and Loathing, but not nearly as good. But he. Got her the role like she wouldn't have had that role if it wasn't for You're him. saying they were already dating when they did that. I thought they met on set there. They met. He was involved in her becoming a part of that movie like he got her that role because he was enchanted with her. And then they developed their relationship. Uh, well, this whole time I was under the impression that they met on the set of the rum. Diaries. No, they met before the set. Regardless. He- she definitely had a career in film before Johnny Depp came along. I'm not going to say that he didn't help her out because I'm sure he has some pull and some sway in the that industry. Was, that was her first big thing. The Rum Diaries? Yeah. No, it was not. What was bigger? I could look it up. I guarantee you I've, I've definitely seen some Amber Heard Ugh. shit before the Rum Diaries. I guess I'm going all off of her, uh, what she testified. She, like uh, When she first takes the stand... She like talks about where she's from and all this other bullshit, and then she talks about how they met and how they began to fuck, to fudge, to uh, damn, to well, damn fudge. Why are you looking that shit up? Uh, West Coast Boom Bap by Harold Beats, Nobility by Chili Made Beats, Friday Night Lights, the show or the movie? The movie. I like that movie. North Country, Alpha Dog. All the boys love Mandy Lane. Yeah, Amber Heard, have you heard? She wasn't a big star, that's absurd. She was already in a bunch of movies. Yeah, you know me, I be feeling groovy. Yo, I didn't mean to slander Johnny Depp or his ex-wife Amber. Uh, yeah, I'm smoking uh, ganger. Ganja, yeah. I'm uh. about to make you feel like a big, stupid, dumb idiot. <laughs> she was in Pineapple Express, you stupid bitch. Oh. And that was released like five years before the Rum Diaries. Why would you lie to me? I guess what I'm trying to say is that her role in that movie wasn't like super great. It was minimal. She wasn't integral to the fucking movie, yo. Oh. I mean, she kind of was. She played the, the high school girlfriend. That's kind of a big move, man. And then uh, she also played the opening love interest in Zombieland. Remember when he's like no, uh, yeah, the I girl know. in 406 and then she becomes a zombie and tries yeah, to kill yeah. him. What I'm saying is she isn't Emma Stone in Zombieland. And she isn't uh, like she's never the protagonist or like. She uh, was the lead in, in, the, in the TV show about the Playboy Club. And that was before the Rum Diary. You get what I'm saying. She like when co-starred you get, when you, with John. She co-starred with Nicolas Cage and Drive Angry before the Rum Diary. But can can you can you agree with me on this that uh, Johnny Depp's career is just drastically of course. more? But that was massive. not the that was not the original point you were making. What was the original <laughs> point that I made that she didn't have a career prior? Yeah, to yeah. Him? You were you. The point you were making was that Johnny Depp is the reason she has a career. I will say she was acting, but. I'll it, gi- it, I'll give you that maybe you were being hyperbolic, but okay, you know, yeah, because like I can't tell. What I'm trying to say is that 
she wouldn't have been a, a person whose name we all know if it hadn't been for Johnny Depp. She would have just been a a, a C list celebrity actress who well, she's like super hot. I definitely knew her name before the Rum Diary. I knew her name from Pineapple Express because I was like, this chick is super hot. Gotcha. And, and a lot of people like learned about her from Pineapple Express as well. I guess I had no idea who she was until um, she started yelling about Johnny Depp. Like to as a person who is less aware of actors and uh, grew up in a in, in an environment where you didn't really uh, recognize actors and directors. I I don't really recognize people until now as an adult. I'm like paying attention and like actually like with uh, hanging out with a person who is more aware of the film industry. Well, let this be said. She's not good. Gotcha. Okay. She's, she is garbage as an actress. She's tr- she's at a garbage. She's. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to put her down under the list of good actresses. Actresses, I can agree with you. Right, huh? mm. ah. Just say it again. Say it like five times until you get it. You gotta, you gotta like change the way you print. You, oh, I, I, I can, ag- I can agree with. I can agree with you. Well, uh, you know what? I have to, f- I have to find uh, a couple sentences. I, I reckon I agree with you. Reckon is like a British thing. I was doing. I was trying to be British. I oh, thought you okay, told me okay. to be British. Well. Okay, yeah. You know what? Then, then never mind. Just do British. You do whatever you want. Delusions by Homage Beats. Speaking of delusions, I'm Australian now. I'm an Australian <laughs> guy. <laughs> Dude, the fucking the neighbor's dog uh, jumped through the fucking window again. Again, a different dog, and knocked over the and knocked over the fucking plants that are out there. I'm just like. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Quote unquote plants. Those are the saddest, sorriest plants I've ever seen. Yeah, like. I just don't understand the mindset. So the plants were placed outside in front of the door, but then it gets knocked over and never picked up. The guy comes home and just leaves them and leaves the plants knocked over. And it's like, what are the, what's the purpose of the plants then? Like, do you just put them out here because they're trash or like, are we trying to grow something? Like if you leave it knocked over, the purpose has been defeated. It's been defeated. It, <laughs> the pipe, the pipe, the pipe, purpose, oh, purpose is a weird one. Purpose. Pa- purpose. No, that's not it. The, 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 the damn, the uh, it, pur- purpose, purpose, poipus. <laughs> t- tortoise? <laughs> I hate my life. I bro. think it's pur, purpose. Purpose, purpose, purpose. <laughs> God damn it, dude. No, it's not going to work. I think we, uh, got the, we got the short end of the stick with our, our in front of the apartment property because people who live downstairs, they got that big chunk in front of their, that big chunk of cement in front of their apartment. Yeah, in theory, they could like put up a fence around their front door and only leave enough room on the cement for a sidewalk. Or, or they could like, they could have multiple plants or like if we lived down there, I guarantee we would have just grilled in front of the apartment. I don't think that's... Like all that smoke, that's not polite. Our 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 grill doesn't make smoke like that. Yeah, but I th- I think it still kind of does. Like there's still like some exhaust. So okay, so it it would still be not cool. You think? Uh, I, because based on the etiquette of people who live in the area that we live, I don't think anyone would say anything. Right, because <laughs> because it's it's still better than just leaving dog shit on the yeah, a hundred percent. Oh yo, I live in a condo with a bunch of hoes 
who live with their doggos and they fucking let them shit on the fucking cement and it makes me want to cut my fucking shit off why would you shit where you eat no that shit is not neat you should clean it up with a white sheet whoa oh my god why won't you be discreet i just saw you fucking walk away from that dog creep earlier today oh. i bumped into the neighbor and i really gotta say oh. she didn't look that great oh. and i just want to be Someone who is cool, oh. but not really cool oh. With the girl at number two oh. Why do you hate number two? What did she do? Why are you know. acting the fool? Why you gotta screw with our neighbors, yo? You a hater, bro I just think that we should vote for Ralph Nader, yo Ralph Nader rhymes a neighbor What the fader That's one of my crutches is I reference Ralph Nader yeah, I, I I bring up Ted dancing whenever we're doing stuff about dancing. <laughs> Both of us are because I I know nothing about Ralph Nader other than that he was a politician at yeah, one point. Yeah. I, and I'm I assume I, that you know nothing about Ted dancing other than that he's an actor. Uh, well, I've seen Curb. Um, oh, that's right. And I literally don't even know. I didn't even know Ralph Nader was anything. I literally just knew the name. The you just name. thought I was saying a name? No, no. I knew the name Ralph Nader and once said it in a freestyle and absolutely kn didn't know who that was. I didn't even know sort of who. Well, it's because you were jocking my crutch. Maybe I was jocking You're your crutch. You were jocking my crutch. Um, in regards to what I was saying about the neighbor, this is actually the neighbor at number one who's a very nice woman who, you know, weighs more than some. And that's fine. But we were at the gym today, and I saw her, and I was like, yeah, "Is it, Dave? Listen, sounds like you have some some things to say." I'm about to get to something, which <laughs> is why I said that with that tone. I was at the gym today. First off, I walked to the gym because the gym is less than ten minutes away. Like if we if you walk to the where the 24 hour fitness is, it's a seven minute walk. Um, and while I was there, we both got off of the cardio equipment simultaneously because. You know, we both need to do cardio. And I was walking um, down the stairs and past her, and she was waiting for the elevator. Like this woman got off of the elliptical and then walked over the elevator to go down just one story. And I'm like, yo, the point of coming here is to get that big ass moving. It's one flight of stairs to go downstairs. You're waiting for the elevator. <laughs> you know, in a gym context, I, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Yeah, please. I, I agree with your whole sentiment here. But in a gym context, uh, oh, in any context, really, I often will naturally default to the elevator without even thinking about it. Like if I'm on the first floor of a hotel, sometimes I'll walk over to the elevator because it's just like, that's what you do. Oh, hey, here's an elevator. Uh, that's how you go down. I'll go to that thing and I'll stand in front of it and not even thinking about the fact that I would save X amount of time if I just took the stairs. Yeah. Um, at, the, at the same time, I don't know what this, what, what's okay, in this chick's brain. Like maybe she like is so fat she can't go upstairs. She can go upstairs. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, listen. But but thing. I'm but you also have to acknowledge the point I made that like maybe she was just having like a brain fart to where she just like if she sees an elevator she's taking the elevator maybe. same way maybe same way yeah, if yeah, I yeah. see an escalator versus stairs I'm gonna take the escalator even if the stairs are in plain view just because I'm like 
the convenience factor in my brain i'm not necessarily thinking about the the weight loss factor because it is it is literally like what 20 feet of stairs is that really going to affect your fucking weight loss no no it's not it's not a huge impact but for me in my head when i'm when i'm going to the gym um which i wasn't going to the gym i was just doing bands at home and like i recently was like let me get back in there and get some get some moving and i'm really just trying to sweat and feel good because you know after you sweat you kind of feel like yeah I you're saying did you're working it. out to feel good <laughs> fucking bullshit she didn't look like she was feeling good dude and she um i guarantee she drove there too because i walked home around the same time that she left and she wasn't in the street walking home you're saying you didn't walk her home to be polite i'm saying she drove her ass offer down. her a walk she home. drove her ass down to the gym 0.25 miles like she could have fucking walked there at least they validate part. i'm being really judgmental i drove to the gym the other day because it was 6 a.m and i wanted to go get a bang first and then go to the gym um so i can't really judge her for that either yeah i mean at the end of the day it's all like it's it's weird when I hear you talk about fat people because like you know <laughs> you're not necessarily uh, fucking Wiz Khalifa. I'm literally here. projecting. It's <laughs> it's literally me projecting my own insecurities about being fat because going to the gym is almost irrelevant. Like literally, all of the effort of going to the gym and doing this whole thing is good, maybe psychologically. But if you come home and just do whatever the fuck you want from a nutrition standpoint and you're a person who's prone to weight gain, you're just going to keep being fat no matter how much time you spend at the gym. I really think the trick is like figuring out a way. I I, I shouldn't say that this is the trick. That's that's way too. Oh, the, the big secret. <laughs> this is the big secret. But like for me personally, uh, I, I don't have a lot of weight. to. Oh, my God. I'm a skinny ass dude, not a lot, a lot of weight to lose Yeah, I don't wanna hate on you, I don't mean to be this good looking Yeah, I will uh, fucking eat what you're cooking Uh, yeah, you got skinny privilege Uh, yeah, I might hit a bitch Uh, <laughs> just to lose a few Jesus. LBs, yeah, you know me, uh I'm getting violent against women Especially if they don't bear me children I just want a whole legacy of me And not fatty, no skinny Legacy, uh, I'm leaving behind a bunch of LBs on me, uh, yeah, Thierry Henry with the way I keep scoring, whoa. Yeah, Thierry Henry, I reference this name like Ted Dancing, that's just how I do when I am prancing on the soccer field, yeah, the grass mean. Uh, speaking of field, uh, someone shield. Brook Shields. Brook Shields, uh... Yeah, dude. It's uh, what were you gonna? Say? You were saying something. You're, you're taking. I was a, gonna say. You're something. Say, you're saying something from a wild angle about uh, being skinny. Oh yeah. Well, I, I think uh, the best case scenario, and I know that this is you got to get lucky, is if is if you can somehow manage to find a way to incorporate your exercise into like your day job. Yes. There, because. Uh, the the point I was trying to make, I don't have a lot of weight to lose, but since I've I've started uh, doing the dog training shit, like I, I'll be walking like six miles a day sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I am I'm getting like vascular and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm like I shouldn't be losing weight right now. I need to fucking gain weight because I'm a skinny little bitch. But I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm seeing veins stuff I've never seen before. I'm like, good god. Because you're just uh, you also don't really have an appetite. Like y- your body. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe that's recently like, I've started eating more. Okay. Yeah, uh, but still, it's like it's almost to combat the the weight loss. I've I've, I've been like you're like hey, fuck. I, I need. But I think I think I'm hungrier now because of because the, of your increased activity. Of, yeah, that is something that happens to me where I'll go to the gym and then after the gym I'm like fuck. Now I'm more hungry. If I had just not gone to the gym, I wouldn't be ravenous now. But I guess uh, the overall point I'm trying to make is that it happens without me even noticing or trying. It's it, like that. I think that that's the secret. If you can somehow imp- implement the exercise into the work, yeah. somehow. Well, here's in a way that you don't even know what's going on. That's 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 the sweet spot. I think that I think that's a big hack, definitely. And that's just like having good habits that force you to. To, to do things that are positive in the long run, you'll you'll get better. I also think that um, some people can just fucking psychologically put away some calories. Sometimes if I'm not paying attention, I'll just fucking shove food in my face. That's how I feel like if I'm like stoned, it, it'll almost it'll be like a compulsion. I, I imagine it's how you feel re- on a day to day basis. Because <laughs> yeah. there, there are times where I'll, I'll be like, I should just go to bed right now but i just want to go to burger king and get some fries and but i know that it's just because i'm i've got the munchies it's almost like your uh your eating disorder is just perpetual munchies well you know what i've got an eating disorder (laughs) i've got an eating it's called munchies eating disorder uh if i if i don't body dysmorphia if i don't drink or smoke pot it's more manageable It, it i drinking and smoking pot turns it up 900 percent um, so whenever I abstain from, from other things, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to eat whatever I'm hungry for. And usually when I'm not fucking ripped, I, um, I crave like, you know, fucking sushi or like wings, like, like normal food as opposed to like sushi and wings. <laughs> that, that sound that's normal food, right? That, that could be our radio show. If we, <laughs> if we were ever on terrestrial radio, <laughs> That's literally, I ate sushi today, and then I bought wings to cook tomorrow. That's cool. Those are my passions. I got a passion for fashion. Uh, check out my Doc Martens. You got Doc Martens? No, I wish. Oh, dude. Doc I, Martin used to offer a uh, lifetime warranty. Yeah, I think that's no longer the case, right? No, it's no longer the case. I wish it was, though, because I think that uh, shoes... Should be like a fridge. You should be allowed to put a lifetime warranty on that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be able to have it. Well, I do think that Doc Martens are weird for the L.A. climate, don't you think? Like, they're kind of a hot shoe. They got different shoes. So you could wear a Doc. You don't have to wear that boot. Uh, Yeah, there's different styles and shapes and sizes. Doc Martin. Yo, if you were smart and you would buy some Doc Martens, lifetime guarantee if they ever start wearing through you could fucking exchange these yo i've been rocking my doc martens uh yo they led to me farting uh because they're so tight uh yeah i even wear them when i sleep at night what can i say i ain't slipping on shit i just did a server shift and it was legit i didn't fall and crack my skull on the tile i just uh did my serves and a smile uh ripped on my doc martens and then i jumped into my aston martin uh yup that's my fucking whip it's sick uh yeah i'm about to fucking hit a lick i'm wearing doc martens watching the movie martin oh uh and also simultaneously get smartened with uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh steve carellin oh 
and Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I like that movie. I, I don't. You don't? I maybe I don't like it. I just like the idea of it. It was weird because it came out like after after uh, Johnny English. Dude, or I'm, maybe maybe before what came out first? Get Smart or Johnny? English? I think Johnny English was first, and I love Johnny. English. Johnny English was cool, uh, but Get Smart came out. And then it seemed like it was a ripoff of Johnny English, but Get Smart was already a property from like the seventies. That was like a comedy. Oh, so uh, it's just a remake. Yeah, 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 it was technically a remake. So they got away with ripping off Johnny English because they didn't actually do it. I think that Doc Martin freestyle was pretty good. Uh, you know, huh? I've got a little bit of a thing called standards, Dave, and I think <laughs> that uh, maybe you should get some standards. Stand. Standards. Standards. <laughs> standards. Yeah, you should get some standards. Standards. On Paul McCartney, you should get some standards. Uh, what do you think? Is it time to uh ruin? Pee? Uh, no, not pee. I'm good with the piss. Well, I gotta pee. Already? I kind of do. Well, uh, say what you're gonna say. Well, I was gonna say, should we spoil Ozark for the people yet? Oh yeah. Let's, should we pee let's, and then come back yeah, with we'll that? Pee and then we'll come back and we're gonna spoil spoil Ozark. So if you guys haven't watched Ozark and you plan on watching it, Ozark. Keep saying what you're saying, bro. I'm doing a thing, dude. Say what you were. Say what you need to say. I mean, can you acknowledge that that's a little distracting? You're over there. I'm not on the mic. Can you hit him with the Chris? Um, you're still in the room. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And we're back. I did have another thing that we could talk about. Before yeah, I kind I of also have other things too. <laughs> uh, well, what's your thing? All right. Well, um, it's funny because I have this. I have a list here. The list is underwhelming, but we've only covered one thing on my list so far. And that's that's the first thing on the list, which is Australian accent. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I wrote that down. I was that. like, I got to I got to hit him with with the with the effort there. Um, after that, we got okay. So I went to Secret Sesh last night. For people that don't know, Secret Sesh is like a weed swap meet. Don't tell anybody. Uh, it's like under the table, and everything is sold wholesale. There's like a hundred vendors in tents, and and they're all selling weed and concentrates and mushrooms at bonkers prices but anyway that's not the point i'm trying to make here i was in line right next to the security guard uh privy to a conversation that kind of disturbed me whoa uh the security guard was talking about how his brother was a tweaker and i feel like i'm getting ahead of myself here the 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 conversation he was having was with someone else and it was very light-hearted jocular if you will. Okay. Uh, and, and and at one point, the person was lightheartedly referring to the fact that they didn't sleep very well the night before because of something else that had to do with the context of the story. And then the security guard out of nowhere is just like, ah, yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't sleep very well last night either. And then goes on to explain about how his tweaker brother was seeing demons in the room and that he had to like... Uh, convince him to not shoot himself and he was saying this with a smile on his face like it was just some run-of-the-mill long beach california story damn and you know no one else like reacted like whoa dude what the fuck they all sort of laughed it off but in my head i was like god damn like is 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 is, are these are these like is is that is there like the, the person that becomes a security guard 
Yeah, I'm filling out my job app. Yeah, you know I don't give a crap. I just wanna fucking be a cop. No cap. That's how I rap. Yeah, uh, I work in security. Uh, and my boss keeps assuring me. Uh, that we need more security and that it's not enough to just have one of me. I work in security because all of my insecurities. Oh. And that's just how it bees. I got arrested for some drugs when I was in my teens and now I can't work for the police. I said please, but they said nee. No, you can't be a cop, a C-O-P. That was not how it be. Uh, surely working in security uh, was not my dream when I was a teen. Uh, I was hoping to grow to be uh, someone who played in the NBA. Or a cop, which or, yeah, the yeah. context. Or a DEA. Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess the, there's there has to be like a Venn diagram of people that don't make it as cops and have to take the next level job. Cause which, is, which is private security. Which is private security. Um, and you already have to be kind of a psychopath to want to be a cop. In right. the same vein that you have to be kind of a psychopath to want to be a politician. I get that there are non-psychopaths in these roles. Yeah. But f- for the most part, I, I, I you guess... You have to have certain psycho qualities. There, there's something about it where you have a desire for this power. Uh, it's an underlying thing. And to have that desire but to not be good enough to be a cop introduces a whole new like uh, factor in the equation of just how crazy you fucking are. Because it's like... I, yeah, I guess. Can you trust security guards ever? No, but a lot of security guards aren't people who have failed to enter law enforcement. They're primarily people who have headphones and are willing to stand around for sixteen hours. It's that You're right. You're that pr- is primarily who security I, is. Primarily, but I would I would argue that there's probably <laughs> a vocal minority of of failed cops yeah who just takes private security so yeah it's like the it's like the mall cop who who won't chill or we we covered uh what's his name um with raz nasty oh like yeah, a year yeah. Ago. uh the guy uh, from florida fuck yeah i can't remember his name right now but fuck i want damn jeremy yeah. jeremy dewitt and look, with, look and, him up folks jeremy with, dewitt and when that guy was clearly like a power thing it yeah was like and, he wanted to tell people what because, to do and, well there was also historically he had applied to be a cop multiple times and kept getting rejected and then the, the one time that he was like almost becoming a cop he was in the cadet phase he abused his power and was removed from the from the uh uh was the program so uh i He's obvious. He is the uh, the the far end of the spectrum. Yeah, of, yeah. like he is the ultimate. <clears throat> Jeremy Dewitt is who I'm talking. He about. at least has like this entrepreneurial spirit where he was able to take it that far. Right, but whereas somebody who just works for a, a company is just some idiot standing at a door somewhere. Well, technically, he's he did start the company, so yeah, there's the entrepreneurial spirit there, but. Couldn't you argue that he started that company w- with the same like desires as a person who yeah, yeah. might no, want I, to work in the security? I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying that he was able to take it so far because of being still the person in charge. I guess. I'm Whereas not- if 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 Dewitt had just ended up working for fucking Securitas, which is the the big one, right? Well, he I- would have just been some loser standing at a door somewhere. Uh, I think that Securitas might have 
a bigger influx of failed cops than you think. I would argue that the ones that you're talking about where it's just dudes that want to listen to podcasts all day, that's like a different vibe. That's like that's like store security. Securitas usually they're for like bigger th- like they they're for for companies that have some shit to lose. Like a person that works at Target doing security that's like kind of run of the mill, whatever. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't argue that uh, a security guard there is a fail. Someone who wanted a desire for power and now they're working at Target as security. I don't think that's the same thing. Uh, I feel like every time I've seen the Securitas logo, it's for like a fucking hospital or for uh, I don't know something that is semi major. Well, yeah, I think the ones that are the biggest are um, yo. People who have to stop uh, people from accessing clubs. Uh, they have to look like thugs uh, and do the opposite of give hugs. Nah, man. Yo, that ain't security, bro. That's something else, yo. A bar security guard. I don't say that he's as hard as someone who is in a business protecting. Do you, can you rob a bar? I don't think you can. That doesn't go hard. You just you just kick out some, some retards. Yo, but you have to manage uh, the drunks who take advantage uh, of it being really crowded. Uh, yeah, the shit's astounding. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, most bar security is usually some dude with a felony <laughs> who just likes knocking heads. And busting knees. No, I, I I would argue that that's different too because uh, those are bouncers, right? What they're not guarding anything of value. Like, yeah, that was the word I was looking for. A bouncer isn't necessarily like uh, a security guard in the sense he's he he is a security guard in the sense that he's protecting the security of the vibe. Yeah, the like the vibes not, of the club. He's not. Well, here's the, here's the other thing that I'm trying to say with the people who work because I I've worked with a lot of people who. Uh, are security guards at retail stores and most of them don't interfere with theft. They like, they're, they're too passive. A person who would have wanted to be a cop who was in that role would be hype about protecting theft. Um, but most of these people, they just like, they're there to, they're there to intimidate. Like as right. in, like just seeing somebody there who's supposed to watch. And I would argue that a bar would, would hire someone who looks scary sooner yes. than, than they would hire someone who has a desire to serve and protect. Yeah. The, Oh, you're right. You're right. It's, and that's they, the point I'm making. Yeah. They're not, they're not hiring a, like a, an ex cop. Yeah. I guess I don't know where uh, a, a person who couldn't become a cop who is now in security would be the most useful because it's a major step down at a jewelry store or at like uh like that's where you really need a legit security. It's not a cop, but it's not your run of the mill security uh, because like at a Walmart, you steal like whatever Walmart doesn't give a shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like uh loss prevention. That's not even security, but at a jewelry store that that shit you're trying to steal, that's one of a kind. It's probably an armed fucking security person. Yeah, yeah. That's legit right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, like that's why they wouldn't have it at like a target. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like I have more to say on that point, but I just don't really care that gotcha. much anymore. You know, it's like, 
that some security guards wish they were cops, some don't. I guess that's what the the, the conclusion we're coming to. The other thing I had um, was uh, I went I went to the ninety nine cents only store this morning. Yep. To pick up a to pick up a, a tablet holder, which you know, a little life hack, folks. If you guys want a quality tablet holder, go to the ninety nine cents only store. It's three dollars. Mm. Get a, a clamp for your tablet. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, I saw a couple of interesting people. Uh, I, uh, in- interesting people is, is the poor choice of words. I went to Burger King, and in front of me was a person who was nonverbal. He like had to get this person to get him a piece of paper so that yep. he could write down his order for her. Yep. Uh, does that happen to you and Verizon? That's, that's, so that's I, happened multiple times where a deaf person is like, do you have a pen and paper? First off, if you're going to places and you preemptively know that you're deaf, bring your own pen and paper. Isn't like, shouldn't that be? That's the, a very good point. Shouldn't like, I didn't, you know, what's wild. Mm. This dude was signing shit to the lady. Like he expected the bitch to know sign language just cause she was the manager at Burger King. Yo, I don't know how to sign and that's fine. But when I walk into the BK, I would really like for you to hand me a pen and pad so I can get. Yeah, if you're deaf, you should just carry that shit as a, you know, aside. You should just be polite. Have that and not have to ask for it, guy. Yo, bring a pen and a notebook or a dry erase board. You know, I'm shook. Uh, because look, if you're gonna come in here asking me for my fucking pens, bro. Look, I get it. You're disabled. I get it. But I mean, it's not very common, so it'd be crazy for you to expect everyone to work there to have the knowledge. Yo, this is a Burger King. This ain't a Staples. We don't have pens and papers. <laughs> I'm like, if you had gone with like the Catholic Church, you could have said Papals, and that would have been hilarious. <laughs> uh, I I managed to. No, no, uh, I do. I, Going with the Catholic Church would have been absurd. <laughs> I, I I see that, but I don't know. Like, I, I, like in a dream scenario, yeah, that what you would have gone with the Catholic Church. Most def. A uh, <laughs> uh, couple. Rolling Stone by Balance Cooper. Shout out the man. Veran Ver, Verano by Danny E B Tracks. That person produced hot sauce. Go check it out. That's pretty uh, sick. Uh, Sheep by Manual. Trigger Finger by Louis. The Mob by That Kid Goron. And Give Up by Just Stan Beats. Yeah, and then uh, when I left the Burger King, um, there was a, a car that had literally freshly been broken into, Ooh. and I was privy to the lady making the police report. Damn. And I was like, man, this Burger King is hot right now. Like, what yeah. is going on here? We got a lot of interesting shit. We got a nonverbal guy being a little passive, aggra- nonverbally passive aggressive with the only Spanish. Like, we know almost- better. Than to go to that Burger King. You cannot go to that Burger King and expect normal shit to happen. Like, I'm more likely to go to the fucking Burger King in Lakewood. There's there's a whole homeless encampment outside of that Burger King. No, yeah, and it's right by the, the train station. So you get that, like, public transportation traffic that... That's never good. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's right off of Pine where all the fucking homelessness tends to... Uh, uh, consolidate so that they're near, but it's only four blocks away, and even at lunchtime, there's never a line, so it's kind of nice. 
Every time I go there, I have a weird experience. Last time no, we were but, you were, the, but it's like it's a good thing. Like the, the weird experiences I have there are rarely to my detriment. There was one time where we got there and the dry or the 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 dining room was closed and we couldn't fucking go inside, and that was a bummer. But other than that, we had to fight with those weirdos right, outside. That was cool though. That that part of the story I enjoy. So. Let me backtrack a bit. David and I go into Burger King. We're going to get some late night food. We think that we can go into the dining room. It's only 830. Why wouldn't we be able to go into the dining room? Turns out the dining room closes at 8. So we're just like, uh, okay. But the homeless people already know this shit. And they've developed a system where they've got a person on a bike with a seat on it where they're like, hey, we'll bike you through the fucking drive-thru and you can place your order there because the dining room's closed. They were just there ready for us. It's they so knew weird. they were waiting for us to go there and be disappointed because they know that a dining room shouldn't close at 8, first of all. Right. That's, that's insane. Right. 10 at the latest, you, at, the, at the earliest. You would think people so quick to develop like a profitable business would have been more like effective at contributing to society. Yo, homeless businesses could have been legit if they had just worked together when they were kids. Yep. Instead, yep. they most likely were yep. raised by yep. addicts yep. and couldn't yep. move out yep. the attic. Yep. It's a sad situation sad, when you sad, can't sad. have a fucking home to live in. Gotta hang outside of Burger King, whoa, whoa, and harass people who just trying to eat, oh no. I like to hang outside of the motherfucking BK, and I really like to fucking be lame, and attack the residents of the city of Long Beach, whoa. Yeah, I have no shame, I'm outside of Burger King and I'm trying to get some gains, yeah, I'm over here fucking scamming on some lames, they just showed up kind of Cause they was late They some lame dudes Fucking That was a weird night In Burger King In Australia Burger Burger We don't have We What Burger Burger King Burger King I think Burger is Burger King Kang Kang Queen Um Dude Uh Oh You keep going I'm sorry I uh I said Queen And then I thought of this other thought I had The other day Uh is queen an offensive term for gay people anymore? I feel like queen has been re has been taken back. Been repurposed. Queen is a powerful word now. Like it's usually I I regularly associate it with uh, uh, self confidence. A, a strong a strong female presence. Yeah. Uh, a strong feminine aura. So was it sexist to uh, if you are called a queen to be like, hey, I'm offended by that. I feel like that's more sexist than just being like, yeah, I'm a queen. Yas. Yeah, I think yas is more likely. I think if you called uh, a clearly gay man a fucking queen. Right. Well, the fucking <laughs> it really adds to the vitriol there. But if you call if you just said, oh, you queen, that would probably be empowering or I guess maybe depends on the gay man. You would think, but, I, but historically queen has been used to insult the gay. Well, can you, could you, no, so, I mean like, uh, I feel like, uh, if you said, okay, queen, and then you went like this, did the three snaps. Yes. Okay. So it's about the delivery. And then maybe, uh, flapped your hair and turned around dramatically. All I know is that in Australia, we don't give a fuck about the queen. Queensland. <laughs> 
Uh, Ozark this? spoilers. No. Okay, I know. Do your thing. That's just a quick thing. Uh, this woman who I Fucking follow, bitch. who is the sister of a friend, um, we never interact on social media. All right. We're, um, the context is clear now. But today, she was feeling good. She was uh, uh, wearing a dress and heels. She was posting <clears throat> a lot. Me. And so she posted uh, a picture on her story and said, um, posted two mirror selfies in one day. I got to relax. And just, I couldn't really, I didn't, I wasn't thinking. And I just messaged her real quick. Yeah, relax! Exclamation mark. Nice. And then immediately after I was like, oh, this is basically catcalling. I basically assaulted this woman via DM. Um, she thinks I want to fuck her now. Wait, wait, this was on her stories? This is on her story. This is a okay, DM, well, basically. Sort of. But when it comes to stories, a message is almost like a comment. Okay, but it's like, pr- it's you're a not, private comment. No, but you're not going out of your way to click on the icon that says message and send her a message. The only way that you have to comment on an Instagram story is to send a person a message. There's no like mass collection of comments that you can scroll down to right. and read. I could have just liked it because you, know, in, in theory, you can like stories now. In theory, if you if you tell a girl to relax based on the context of the post where she's like, I should relax or whatever, and on that... It's not necessarily you cat. You could be, you know, being like, yeah, quit fucking posting selfies, you ugly bitch. Like, th- there's there's two sides of this right, that right. could be taken. I, I, will say I don't this. think that you're necessarily she, uh, she guilty was, of catcalling. She was feeling herself. And if she hadn't been, like, looking good, I'm, I might have not said something. Like, subconsciously, I probably felt the urge to make a comment, even though it wasn't about her appearance because of her confidence in her appearance today specifically, she usually looks like shit. No, I'm kidding. She, she looks fine. She's a nice person. She's somebody's sister. I just feel like... <laughs> David has a sister, folks. DMing is basically assault at this right, point but, in time. But, it, but DMing via... The, point, the only point... I, I agree with you, sort of, but the only point I'm trying Dude, to make have is you that, ever? Do you slide into DMs ever? Like, that's insane. Well, no, but you didn't slide into the DMs. This is from the Instagram stories, which I am I am just going to go ahead and say is not sliding into the DMs. That's a comment. That's if, a comment. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to give you that. Because, and also, what you said wasn't that creepy. I, I've, I get, You've said way creepier shit I've been privy to. Oh, my so God. So that, that is like... Not creepy even a little bit. Um, an, another person. Messaged, it would have been creepy. What would have been creepy if, if if you had been like, "Don't relax, keep them coming" or something. Like that would have been weird. You were you made it a, a point to like kind of be funny about it. Yeah. Uh, so it's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not saying it was a good pickup. It wasn't. A, no, no, it wasn't but, incredible. Um, and you know what? Uh, another a girl this week who I thought was a girl. Uh, slid into my DMs. Not a comment on a story, um, but it's somebody I followed because I saw that somebody else that I know follows her, and I was like, let me just get this algorithm moving um, because I dropped a song this week. Flow and go listen to it. And she DM'd me and said, hey, can I ask you a question? And I said, you just did. Ha ha. And then I, I was like, yeah, what's up? And then she said, uh... I'm joining this influencer thing. Can you go vote for me? And then I blocked her. Oh, what's the name? I don't know. 
Oh, because I think I might have gotten the same message. Dude, just so annoying because I thought I was a real person, and I was like, maybe she's a fan of the podcast. Maybe she loves me. No, you were trying to fuck. Let's I, be real. I was trying to get you... validation, internet validation. I she's uh, based on the profile. She's from out of state. I'm gonna fuck somebody out of state. Yeah, I, I you you've driven to Mexico to have sex before. I, <laughs> I would not. Uh, like you've done. You've literally driven out of state to fuck. Good times. <laughs> All right, what about the what about the Ozark spoilers? Yeah, we might as well. Fucking Ruth dies, folks. What what do you what do you have to say about that? You yeah, fucking she died. I didn't want her to die. She deserved That's, it. I didn't want her. She technically towards the end, she was really getting a little too big for her britches. No, there, like she could have just she could have just minded her own business with the whole like she could have just taken um, uh, Darlene's shares in the casino. She could have taken the property. She could have start. She could have really. It was she, improved her life. She was feeling a kind of way against the birds, mainly because of Wendy. Yeah, because I, I like till I feel like she respected Marty throughout the entire show, no For matter sure. what. But how about this? Um, I think that what's her face, um, the lady. Uh, the, oh, the sister of Navarro. The sister of Navarro wasn't gonna give up. And the, really, the weak link was the lady from Shaw Medical. So, like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But from the get go. But if Ruth hadn't stuck her foot in the the fucking mix and interfered with Marty uh, laundering for Navarro, it wouldn't have pressured the the birds to put the sister in power and kill Navarro. That's another spoiler. Navarro dies. Yeah, but that's barely a spoiler. That's something you expect. Yeah, I did expect Navarro to die. Although I kind of, I I was starting to spoilers view spoilers are when like characters that you've loved through the whole show die. I um, I kind of like Navarro. Navarro, I'm this is all right. Right, but Navarro didn't show up till like season three. Right. So right, right. I mean, or maybe it was it season two. No, it was season three because they killed the fucking they killed the other lawyer or whatever. It's funny in the end. Uh, this is how the this is how the show ends. In the end, fucking um, what's his goddamn name? The you're talking about the the, the private, FBI, the, the private the, investigator, the private investigator, not FBI. I'm an idiot. Uh, I can't remember his name, dude. I uh, forget about his name. Uh, Everyone knows who you're talking. If they watch the show, they know the, the annoying private investigator that's fucking with them. Uh, and, and then he comes. Satin, back. Mel Satin. Yeah. Okay. You got it. I think that's it. No, it's not. No, but let's just run with that. Who gives a shit? Just keep talking. Make your point. Well, it's funny that he puts together a couple pieces about Ben um, that I don't think necessarily gave it away. But maybe yes, I, you're. I'm tracking with you right now. Because like, there's I, no reason why he would think that Ben is in that fucking cookie jar. Yeah, no yeah. reason. Like he, like the whole like Ben wanted to leave the Ozarks and raise goats. And that's why Ruth put him in a cookie jar shaped as a goat. And like the fact that he puts that together, unless it's like a thing where cops see it, like, unless you're taught in cop school, uh, detective cop school, that if you see a cookie jar, you should be wary of it or whatever. <laughs> because from the first episode that he sees that cookie jar, it's a it's an area of suspicion for him. He's like, what, you don't have any cookies in the cookie jar? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's no reason for you to even acknowledge that cookie jar exists. So that, that whole thing was convoluted he's to me. Re he's really picky with the cookie jar. I will say they did clarify in multiple instances that he's 
really good at his job. Like they emphasize that. Yeah, so maybe, you're right. Maybe he's right. autistic for investigating. So he and, sees a cookie jar and is like, there could be ashes in there. And it is true that Ruth clarifies that he wants to, that Ben wanted to leave and, and go raise goats. And that um, the cookie jar is in Ruth's trailer and then in the Lazy O Motel. Right. That, no, that, that, that is that gives reason for him to be like, oh, this cookie jar is something is more. Than but it, it was presented in the show, at least that he suspected something with the cookie jar before it ended up in the lazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It ending up in the lazy. Oh, definitely presents. Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. I'm coming to the conclusion I need to come to as a detective. But it seems like he came to that conclusion before it ended up in the lazy. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah. where I was like, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else. What else? Uh, I I liked how um, they how they didn't how no one died in the car accident and and David and I were like okay who's gonna die is it is it the fucking mom is it gonna be Jonah it was either mom or Jonah that was like we were we were setting it up These because because the- then Jonah's gonna feel bad about all the resentment he right. had toward his mom or vice versa yeah it's so they built it up like that and then when they all lived that was kind of where it hit me. That okay, Ruth's gonna die. Yeah, none of the the the, the birds aren't gonna die. Yeah, they're either gonna go to prison or what? Like they're not gonna. They wouldn't survive this car accident and then die later in the show. Yeah, uh, it didn't. I didn't think that Ruth was. I I was still kind of holding out hope that Ruth was gonna make it out because it is true. The the birds came to the Ozarks and just straight up killed every Langmore except for three, and then that was it. Three's the only one left. Yeah, yeah. So, but they didn't even give him, like, if, if the show had, had, like, shown him. I forgot being, about three about one point. Like, at one point. Oh, yeah. He, he, there's a whole season ab- where three is absent. Yeah, yeah. They, br- <laughs> they bring him back, like, vaguely, and it's like, oh, I guess this dude is, um, what's his face, his old friend. Um, He's Wyatt's younger brother. Wyatt's brother. That's it. But, yeah, uh, one could argue that they could have brought three into the show a little more hardcore and have him be sort of a buffer to them killing Ruth in the final episode and just have three be like, all right, well, I guess, I guess this is my thing. Now. But they it, just sort of were like, all right, fuck Ruth. We're doing this. If you think about it, three probably inherited all the money. Yeah, no shit. That's why I was thinking that they could maybe acknowledge that. I feel like that could have been a thing, but I guess, you know, we're sort of acknowledging it now and maybe they expect the audience to be smarter. I could have used more closure. Yeah, they're, they're, but that's how it is with every show. When a show ends, you want more closure than it's going to give. I had already prepared myself for that when I was watching it. I was like, this isn't going to end the way I want it to end, which is them becoming gods, Norse gods, yeah. uh, capable of, of well, eternal life. and I could have used a, like... Three years later, and they're like, "See, but that's kind of hack." Do you, you think that's hack? Yeah, uh, the whole like explaining away the, the the plot in in the narrative at the end, like no, no, no. I mean, like, or whatever. I, I mean, like three years later, and then they show like them as like a successful foundation, and then like, uh, what's her face is at like Boston College studying event planning, and um. Jonah uh, is like, but you can assume that that's what's happening. The very fact that uh, this is another major spoiler, Jonah. So, so in the final episode, the last 10 minutes, the fucking private eye 
who has uh, recently uh, gotten his job back as a cop in, in Chicago. He's like, fuck that job as a cop in Chicago. I want to take down the birds. He comes back. He finds the fucking jar of ashes, and he's like, this is solid evidence. And um, they're like, all right, well, we're fucked. He has the evidence. He's going to leave with the evidence. And then Jonah comes out and fucking wastes the guy with, with a shotgun. shotgun. I mean, yeah. it's technically implied. Which but. I think is a callback. Yeah, no shit. It's a callback to when he was going to waste uh, uh, the, the, what's her name? The lawyer. Ellen. I can't, Ellen. I can't, Helen. Helen. I can't remember her. Yeah. And <laughs> Helen. Doesn't, he, and, doesn't uh, he hold a shotgun at someone else early on when they live with Buddy in that house? I think it was the previous lawyer. No, Buddy holds the shotgun to the previous lawyer and then Jonah because of buddy learns is, to in, hold the yeah, shotgun is inspired and, and, and points the shotgun at Helen and then, uh, doesn't shoot Helen. But in the final episode, he does shoot the private eye. So yeah, you're right. It is a callback. I appreciate you getting that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I think that's all the spoilers, right? You I know? do think that out of everything on streaming services right now this is should be at the top of your list like whoever you are whatever you're into this is like a very nice balance of something real i mean don't get me wrong it had some hack things o only in season four there was those. a couple tropes where i was like all right how many times are we gonna sip whiskey neat like we're in Mad Men. like there's a little bit too much of just sipping whiskey like we're ballers um, just to kind of fill the empty, uh, the empty space of the actors. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, that kind of got old for me. There was um, some of the, a lot of the comedy relief was off putting. Like it seemed like it didn't, it didn't make sense to like, there was more comedy relief in season four that I was like, all right, let's just keep this serious. Like that scene where, um, where Wendy, where, yeah, where, uh, who was it? I think it's shock says that Wendy is like, uh, no, no, no. She, it's she's the, more, she's the lady moral, that she's morally vacuous and she doesn't have a sense of humor. And Wendy's only correction is that she does have a sense of humor. And the joke is that, oh, but she's morally vacuous or whatever. And it's like, okay. It's not even funny. Well, it's, it's not it's even not, a joke. It's not Shaw. It's the lady who used to own the blue cat who's back. Whatever. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not even the point. Yeah, it was that was a weird <laughs> and you know what? I thought that they could have addressed we're getting really into it. I thought they could have addressed Wendy's drinking more. I thought that that would have been a more interesting thing right. to sort of uh, dive into. There was no conclusion because you like there was like the the insertion that okay, Wendy has a drinking problem, and that was in season three. It seemed like it wasn't even something from the get go that she had a drinking problem. They go more into her dad's drinking problem than hers, right? But they never come to any resolution about her drinking in general at all because in, she's still drinking wine and whiskey throughout the entire yeah. fourth season nonstop when in the third season there was like a, a that that scene where she's fucking getting cheap vodka like she has a whole shopping cart full of vodka yo that was crazy i mean that it excessive. also doesn't make any sense because yeah. <laughs> literally if you're trying to forget about having your brother killed probably a gallon one gallon of vodka is enough for three days maybe two gallons <laughs> A gallon of vodka would fuck me up permanently for an entire week. Like, I could not go through it. Remember when we had that gallon that we brought with us cross-country? Yes. Dude. That, that was a liter. No, we had that handle. It was a fucking... It was a... It was a. It was like a, a 1800s fucking handle of vodka. It might as well have had, like, three X's on it. I you think know, it might have. Dude, I remember uh, taking shots in your, in your grandfather's mobile... 
uh, trailer in their in in the um, in their backyard. Uh, good times. Yeah, absolutely good times. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that trailer. Uh, I would love to have a motorhome one day. They seem like like the popularity of a drivable home is declining. But I, I think they're sick. Well, the issue with it is that it's not a good investment technically because it doesn't <laughs> it, it doesn't increase in value. It, no. it is true that if you're going to live a minimalist minimalist lifestyle, it's a perfect like kind of get the fuck out type thing where it's like, all right, let me spend, you know, you probably get a nice RV for like 60 grand and that's maybe a down payment on a house. Instead, you got a house. That's it. Now you have this thing and you can just do whatever you want. Um, but I think that's definitely considered an alternative lifestyle. And unless you're going to start a TikTok, it's probably not something that you want to do yeah, and then in your 50s. Fucking murder your girlfriend and then go on the run. And I like that. Yourself. I like that. Let's go with that. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. Maybe I'll take a shot at it. Oh, fuck. You, okay. Call back to Mother's Day uh, that we were talking about earlier. Uh I'm not going to call my sister. Really? I will text her, though. Uh, okay. A text is good. I don't really call my sister. We, 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 we're we cool like that. We see each other, and we're best friends like we like we talked the, the other day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of you pick up where you left off. Yeah. I don't think she expects a call from me on Mother's Day. That's weird. Uh, I, I call my sister frequently. like, But my sister and I are, are, are really cool. Like we're totally cool, right? My my sister and I are really cool too. Uh, I just you're just not a phone guy. I, yeah, I don't I don't talk to anyone on the phone really, like for extended periods of time. Because I talk to people I like on the phone for extended periods, but like I despise talking to my parents, and they don't really count as people that I like or don't like. They're just people I have to like because they're my family. But it's also they don't like they talk to you like they're like, you know, you're their child. They, exactly. Yeah. They don't they don't they don't engage me in conversation. Right. No, Sometimes yeah. we have accidentally engaged each other in conversation <laughs> and those moments are like oddly refreshing. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like something that I have to. What are you my... doing with your life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's getting better as they realize that I'm not seven anymore, but um, I avoid interacting with them as much as I can. Well, maybe we should fucking end this. Maybe maybe we should end this podcast. Let's end Maybe it. we should end this fucking slog of a pod. End it now. It's been a it's been a damn it's been a damn uh koalas of chlamydia. <laughs> Folks. Uh last beat was Toy by Coyote. Alright. Well, uh watch Ozark. But watch it before listening to this. Right. And, and then and if also, you're hearing this, we're sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll name the episode spoilers at at uh, at uh, 55 minutes or whatever the time frame is. Perfect. Yeah. And um, we're going to go watch Barry. Fuck, dude. Spoilers for Barry next week. Coming up soon.